Jamil, turn the radio up. I'm looking for someone. Baby, lock the door and nope. turn the... Looking for Lily. Henry. And, 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 and... Ren, Ren, Ren. Looking for Lily. Henry. And Ren. Oh, God, you made your way back to Lily, Henry, and Ren show Woo. for another week. Guys, how we doing? I'm well, Henry. How are you? Fantastic. Not, not quite as enthusiastic as you, yeah, based I'm on pumped. that well, but I'm loving to hear it. Do you know it. why? It's because you took the day off today. You're recharged. No. no. You know why I actually think it is? It's because you got a cheeky message from a celeb. It was I a bit did. Too I late got a celeb message. Who'd yeah, you get? way too late. I got flight facilities, which would have been great that for the comp been last amazing, week. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well. Too, uh, yeah, not good enough. Yeah. Too late. Too little, too late, unfortunately. Yeah, not well. too, as you said, not too yeah, little. Yeah, not too little. Just too Just late. Too late. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I would have clinched it. Also, it's the most wonderful time of the year at the moment in our lovely city of Adelaide. The Fringe has kicked It is off. Fringe season, baby. Got some stuff that I want to talk to you guys about. RE The Fringe very shortly. Yeah, I, I hope you're going to plug a couple of shows that you're into, you little Fringe boy. I wish I was in a couple of shows, but I'm definitely going to plug one of them. I'll tell you that for let's free. Do it. But for now, let's get the music on, as we so often do here on the Lily Henry and Ren show. We're going to play a little bit of Flight Facilities in honour of your recent oh. conquest. Well, not conquest, but you got them to DM you, which is still pretty good. I still love them. Flight so. Facilities. <laughs> Crave you. You're Lily Henry and Ren. Facilities, crave you. Yeah, it is. Lily Henry and Ren. And as we discussed briefly in the intro, it is that wonderful time of the year where the gardens opened up, gluttony's kicked off, the fringe is in full swing, ladies and gentlemen. The sun is shining, Absolutely. the gin and tonics are flowing. And I promise it, this isn't the only reason that I wanted to bring this up, but I yeah. will mention I've got a cheeky little fringe show going yeah. on at the moment. Uh, yeah, Lil, I don't think you're you can be the you can be the listener for this because you're not sure no. what my show is. So I'll explain it really quickly. We have got tickets available. In poor taste, it's called. In poor taste, oh. P-O-U-R, poor. Ah. Because it is a comedy wine tasting experience. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I met these two comics a couple of years ago doing work on the YouTube channel that I do uh, while we're here. Plug that. Wine for the people <laughs> on YouTube as well. Uh, I met these two comedians, Ethan and Sweeney, uh, and they developed this show concept around the idea that everyone in the audience who turns up, you get five wine tastings. I'm the wine expert, expert yep. in heavy yeah. brackets yeah, there. Yeah, big, huge brackets. So I talk <laughs> through the wines, and in between the chats about the wines, the guys do some wine-related comedy as well. So good. And last year, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it sold out like hot cakes. Yeah, well, we did... So um, got a few more dates this we, year? We did four shows last year and they all sold out. Yeah. So this year, we've just ticked it up a little bit to 18 shows. Fantastic. Wow. So I'm going to get a chance to come this year. That well, is, is why I'm Well, excited. I hope so, mate, because we have sold out most of our shows for this season oh, as well. Already, Wait, so. are you telling me that we can go to a fringe show mm. and then drink wine as part of the act? 100%. You're encouraged <laughs> to drink wine. <laughs> what? This sounds like an ad. Dude, I, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. It sounds it like It does, but I'm genuinely... But I'm really excited about this, and this is genuinely yeah. the first time I'm hearing about it. And you're telling me the ladder can fold into 14 different <laughs> positions as well? Wow! Um, where do I sign? That's yeah, so, good. so come along to that. You're welcome to. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. I'd love to have you along. But something I did want to talk to you about fringe yeah. time. Now, I'm a big, active... I want the people on stage to know that I'm enjoying their content, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've got the two fingers in mouth whistle oh, down yeah, to like the... <laughs> oh, Okay, not into the mic. I've got tones. Yeah. (laughs) So I can do that whistle pretty effectively. But the problem is that I find myself then sitting in a crowd, often wearing my nice fringe going out clothes, Mm. 
with spit on my fingers, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, okay. And I wanted to get your guys' opinion. I'm considering I'm considering throwing either some sort of cravat or hanky or pocket square into oh. my wardrobe. So you need a whistle hanky. Exclusively. I can't even do the whistle hanky. Exclusively for wiping my fingers oh after my I do it. Henry, I don't know how to say this, but you're a very posh, let's say, man. And I just don't think the hanky chief will really will really do you any favours. <laughs> I reckon rock the Matt Preston neck cravat, baby. <laughs> yeah, do that one. Yeah. It does lose a little bit of its, like, Matt Preston civilizedness when all you're doing <laughs> is just wiping, wiping your fingers, fingers. down yeah. your chest. Like sh- no, I've seen him eat some, you know, finger-licking good chicken and then just... <laughs> very clever from Matt. <laughs> Might take a word out of his book. But, yeah, in poor taste. Come on. I'd love to yeah, have you guys there. do it. I reckon yes to the cravat. I want to see it in one of your shows. Oh, yeah, wearing a cravat as a white experts are pretty that's funny so movies. funny so dude much. that's yeah. so funny Pull that turtleneck and cravat <laughs> this is Barry Khan's swim with like the old days you're listening to Lily Henry and Rand Real nice. Barry can't swim like the old days. Barry can't, Barry can't swim, but he can DJ, baby. Oh, man, can he DJ. You're with Lily Henry and Ren. You sure are. Um, so, guys, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my TV debut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. Big Time I'm on here. TV now. Right. So, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Henry, you might have seen this. But so, about six months ago, Lil, mm-hmm. and for anyone listening along at home, um, I filmed two episodes of Andy Lee's show, The 100. Mm. The 100 with Andy oh, Lee. Oh, wow. Uh, now, one of the episodes came out before Christmas, mm-hmm. and one of them was a Valentine's Day special. Now, the way the show works, right? Here's a little peek behind the curtains of TV. Okay, look oh, at From the X I don't know if I signed an NDA, but I'm, I'm going to let everyone know mm-hmm. what, what the process was. Industry secrets, let's go. You get a little bit of an email being like, um, hey, here's a survey. We'll pick 100 people out. So you fill out this online survey, and based off that online survey, it then informs um, basically heaps of questions that are out of 100. So the, the, there's a guest panel and Andy will ask them a question and the panel have to guess how many out of 100 said a certain thing. Right? Yeah, okay. similar to Family Feud. We surveyed this many Correct. people, but they're doing the survey live. Spot on. Now, okay. if in that survey your answers are funny enough, yep. um, they're not obviously going to get every 100 people no. all 100 people are on a screen at home so mm-hmm. i filmed it in my living room that's the idea we're coming inside your homes kind of thing mm-hmm. fun yeah but not all 100 people are going to get on tv and actually speak to andy and sophie monk and dave hughes or whoever else it is so if your answer's funny enough the producers will call you yeah right and they'll say hey we really loved your answer for xyz do you reckon you'd be cool to talk to andy lee on the show about it yeah so that happened to me for this first episode that came out last month. Um, so, uh, sorry, last, at the at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got the audio we do. from so, that clip here. So All we'll play right. a bit of Has that. Has anyone invented a game-changing thing they yes. still think should have got off the ground? Tom. Hello, yes. Oh, yes, Tom I looks have. like Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> like, he invents. He invents? What have you Tom, done? Tom, what is it? Tom. I'm going to be a massive letdown. I, uh, I actually only invented a phase or a term um so i was hanging out with a bunch of gonna hang out with a bunch of mates and we didn't know what to call this hangout right it wasn't going to be big enough that it was going to be a party mm-hmm. and it wasn't going to be small enough to just be like a, a catch-up yeah so we invented a term called a jaffmo which stands for just a few mates over oh, oh. 
When you said Jaffmo, I thought it was like me and you have a Jaffmo, uh, just a fucked mustache. <laughs> so, so that was it. Tidy saved by Mike, but other than that, I could not believe that that random thing that I put on the survey actually got on TV. On national television. Like, it was not a funny bit. And um, when they were calling me, I was like, are you sure you want to put that bit on? My other answers were way funnier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not pretty... to tell you how to do your job. Yeah, exactly. But, it's good, but I wouldn't say it's inventive. Correct. But... And I reckon if Mike didn't save it at the end with the just a fucked moustache gag. Wouldn't be on the show. Wouldn't have got to air. No. Mm-hmm. Last week, the Valentine's Day special came out, right? Because mm-hmm. you recorded two. You recorded that one and now you recorded a V-Day one. Recorded well. a second one. And none, I thought my answers on that survey were way better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, not to tell the producers how to do their job. Well, you are. Go on. <laughs> but I'm going to tell the producers mm-hmm. yeah, how to yeah. do that. Now, I didn't get the opportunity to talk to um, Andy Lee or Sophie Monk or Dave Hughes or any of them. No. However, I still wanted to relive that dream. Yeah, okay. Of a couple of my bits for that Valentine's Day You've special. You've just got the starstruck, haven't you? You've got the little the actor's gib and you just want to keep going with correct. it. Correct. So is that why you've handed Lily and I scripts? <laughs> so I've handed you scripts, correct. Right, okay. So cool. in my head, this is how one of my bits plays out. Okay. I'll set the scene. Mm-hmm. We've got Andy Lee in his host chair, panel of three. Yep. Dave Hughes, Sophie Monk, Luke, Luke, what's his name? McGregor. McGregor. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Then what happens is Andy Lee kicks us off with a question and here, co- here comes a bit where I thought I could add a little bit of spice. Cut to Andy Lee, a.k.a. Henry Doyle. Lily, you're going to play the role of Sophie Monk okay. and I will play the role of myself. All right, let's get into oh this. Ready? Right. Right. Hang on, hang on. Take a second. Get into character. Yeah, I mean, I've got to admit, I have to do have acting experience, guys. So okay, if I do, if all right. A little bit this here, is what I like I to mean, see. I'm, I'm going to take it professionally, yeah. okay? So we're going to recreate this as best we can. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's, let's, go. Let, let's go, let's go. Okay. Oh ha, ha, ha. Very funny joke, Dave Hughes. Right. We asked a hundred who has purchased a peculiar Valentine's Day present for a partner before. Uh, Ren, up there. Let's go to you. Wow, Ren is such a very handsome and cool looking guy. Thank you, Sophie. (laughs) Funnily enough, my girlfriend is called Sophie too. Well, she is so lucky because I cannot get over your dashing good looks and your general coolness and fun energy. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Thank you, Sophie Monk. What a compliment. I never thought I was that cool or handsome before. Okay, okay, okay. You two need to stop flirting, please. Even though I agree, Ren is a very handsome man. I need to know, Ren, what was your strange Valentine's Day gift you got for your partner? Thank you, Gold Logie nominated Andy Lee. For what it's worth, I think you two are handsome. One year, I actually got my Valentine a life-size cutout of you, Andy Lee, because my girlfriend Sophie thinks you are a handsome guy. Whoa! (laughs) That is very flattering and totally not weird. In fact, that is such a cool answer that I think we might clip it up and use it as a TV ad to promote this upcoming episode. Ha ha ha! Thank you, Andy. I didn't think it was too weird for the show. Thank you for confirming. For what it's worth, I think it is very funny too. Thank you, handsome guy Ren. Scene. <laughs> How did 
might not make the show. I basically had an answer that was like, I got my Valentine a cardboard cutout mm-hmm. of Annie Lee. And I could not believe that they didn't want to talk about Mate, it. Mate, I think you've got a future in screenwriting because I reckon if you had got up, that's exactly how that I would have played out. That's what they're well. looking for, right? 100%. I'm a handsome guy, aren't I? You're a very handsome yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, could cool. have gone differently, right? Oh, let's just leave it at that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Little kids stacking ca- chairs, you're Lily Henry and Ren. Middle kids stacking chairs. Beautiful. You're here with Lily, Henry, and Ren. Yeah. And they'll be there for you anyway. Uh, wow. Lil. That was really nice. Anyway, pick up the energy. Let's go. We're so on the radio. Guys, <laughs> um, this next story might pick up the energy. So, guys, um, my hip flexors have been really sore recently. Okay. I had noticed. Okay. Yeah, I've been, you know, wobbling around a little bit, guys. Uh, I'm an empath, so <laughs> I just picked up on that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, so I decided, obviously, to go to the physio. And as we yep. know, look, the hip flexors, it's a delicate area there. Mm. Okay? Yeah. And um, so the physio, when I went in, I told him what the situation was. And he started to get a little awkward about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, okay, well, this is weird. You're a professional. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm telling him, you know, he goes to me, all right, look, I think maybe we'll do a bit of a massage. Maybe we'll do some dry needling. And I go, okay. Um, then he goes, so um, how do you want to do this? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the physio said this, by the way. Uh, you're the guy, pal. <laughs> hey, man, I thought you did a degree. Know, right? <laughs> hey, so, dude, you're cool. I go, um, uh, well, do you need me to take my pants off? Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Right, and yeah. he goes, oh, um, yeah, look, yeah, that's probably a good idea, yeah. How, so, how old was this guy? Probably... About your age, maybe. Yeah, probably a little bit younger than you. So like 22, 23. A little bit older than that. Okay, yep. So he's um, like 28-ish. So, yeah, he's very awkward. But not fresh out of uni. No, well, well, I'll get to that. Okay, sorry. So he goes to leave and he goes, all right, I'll just get you a towel. And then before he got leaves, he comes back and goes, I'm going to get you an, I'll get you two towels. So I go, oh okay, this guy is frazzled. What the hell is going on? Like, yeah. So he comes back in and um, he starts massaging my groin. <laughs> mm, as you would, as a physio. As Hang you on, do, but that's as a not physio. the hip, is it? Well, it is. Is it? Okay, it's, all right. It's the in- I don't know how things work. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the experts. Okay. I'm the one with the hip flexor okay, pain. Okay, gotcha. So he's massaging my groin, yep. as you do. So I start to make some small talk because I'm going, well, this is awkward. He's making it really awkward for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And um, I go, so you know, like, have you dealt with this before? How long have you been here? Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, so... um. This is my second day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, okay. So I go, oh, crap. Yeah, brother just needs a bit more experience. <laughs> yeah. He? he even goes to me. So he's done massaging my groin. And he goes, so, you know, last time you were here, um, how long How long did they keep the needles in for? Oh, and at that point, I'm obviously like, please don't put these needles in me. Yeah. I, you don't know what you're doing. Did you go to uni to I get know. this done? He asked me. So, he, so he puts the needles in and guys literally... They're in for 10 minutes and he starts Googling exercises for oh, me to do. Oh, man. Gu- dude, guys, this guy got so uncomfortable when he was doing all this. I was thinking, do you want me to put a blindfold on you and I can just point you where the needle should go? Oh, shit. Dude, that's horrible. Yeah, oh, that's, that's not fun. Because I used to I used to go get my hair cut at TAFE because my mate's mum ran the hairdressing course mm-hmm. there. And I had a similar thing one day where I rocked up and I just started growing facial hair. And the student asked me, oh, do you want me to do a cutthroat shave on you? Because I'm practicing, I'm learning it. And you know, cutthroat razors, they're the old, yeah, like, yeah, 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 the big, the big blade, yeah, yeah. 
So she's about halfway through shaving me and she just asks me, do you usually bleed a lot when you shave? <laughs> oh no. Like, oh no. no. Do you know the first thing I thought when, because when, it is like, I do get it, especially day two, asking, you know, a nice, attractive young lady to derobe could be awkward. Could be. Imagine how bad he is on a one night stand. Oh man. <laughs> Imagine That's how awkward he would be Look, doing guys, that. It's safe to say I am now going to a Cairo. Yeah, very yeah, sensible yeah, of you. Okay. Yeah, cool. Very one in the Cairo column. <laughs> <laughs> My happiness, powder finger, you're Lily Henry and Rand. My happiness. Powderfinger, one of the all-time Australian classics. Henry getting in a bit of dad rock. You're here with Billy Henry. Yeah, sometimes I just choose the music. I don't ask you guys. How about that? Uh, now, something you mentioned earlier, Ren, you're on the Valentine's Day episode yes. of Andy Lee's 100. Yeah. And obviously, Valentine's Day was recently. Mm-hmm. And I took my partner out for a nice dinner. And we had this all planned. But I reckon I've stumbled across something that is a really good tip for people when booking Valentine's Day dinners. All right? Okay. So, did you guys do anything for V-Day? Yeah, same thing. Little Valentine's Day dinner in the city with my partner. Beautiful. Yeah. Soph and I went to the pub, mate. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Down for a cannery. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Lucky girl getting Shed a Schnitzel on the yeah. 14th. Went all Lucky the way to the treatment. seven stars, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was doing the classic scramble on the 13th of February going, shit, I haven't booked anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Time to start going. So I'm just flicking through every restaurant on Rundle Street, every restaurant nearby where we were going because we're going to go see a movie afterwards. Mm. And obviously the popular dinner times for Valentine's Day is you're sort of like 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yep. Right? Yep. Nice time to be able to get home from work, have a shower, have a drink, then head out. Yeah. So the only option I was left with was a 5.30 seating at okay. a dinner table, okay? And I've, I've booked this and gone, oh man, I probably should have booked it a little bit earlier. I've ended up with the mm. duds, sort of yeah, like, yeah, oh, where yeah. are we going to be sitting? So we rock up to the restaurant and sure enough, there's not that many people in there, okay? Mm-hmm. And we get our first drink and like have our first course and I'm just sort of looking around going, oh man, maybe the ambiance isn't going to be here. But then half an hour in, you've had one drink and one course. Yeah. All of a sudden people start flooding in, right? But because we're doing a set feed me menu, mm-hmm. there's sort of like an allocated seating time. So all of these prepared schmucks yeah. who've ordered, who've booked their tables weeks in oh. advance, they ended up getting all the shit tables. So yeah, they're like sitting up on okay. the high bar stools. <gasps> that was me. Yeah, right? So, <laughs> so I was in literally the best seat in the house, like right next to the kitchen, being able to watch everything going on. And I've realised... That sometimes procrastination might actually be the answer. I like that. Yeah, and I felt pretty good about it. I did feel kind of bad for the couple sitting next to us, though, because they were a little bit of like a timid couple and there weren't yep. that many people in the room. Re- I don't, not timid, like me and my girlfriend are both performers, sort of thing. So yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're waltzing in and being like, oh, <laughs> shall we have a glass of champagne? There's no business like <laughs> show business. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> And then I just felt, the funny thing was because they had so many tables booked, they yeah. obviously like sort of sorted it backwards. So we ended up sitting like on the table next to them, and then there was like an empty restaurant next oh to them. And your orders running early too, so you're getting main. That's yeah, all coming out at a nice pace. Yeah. Yeah. you're going, Alex. Look, so I did this deliberately. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, oh, is- don't get me wrong. I played it off that way. Of course. Yeah, just, like, no, I did the research. We'll get a better table this way. <laughs> I, I love it. I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. I reckon I'll be able to get away well, with it scot free. But there's a bit of advice for you guys. So I was one of those smucks that got the bar table yeah. and actually was organized yeah too much organization for you just play it fast and loose sometimes it's the way to go wow Beautiful. frank ocean super rich kids oh. with billy henry and ran too many bottles of this wine Real love. 
Frank Ocean, Super Rich Kids. You're with Lily Henry and Ray. Yeah, that's one of my sister's favourites, actually, Super Rich Kids. That's an interesting fact. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, she <laughs> is obsessed with Taylor Swift, as are all of her friends. I thought, let's talk about Taylor. Okay. Why not? I don't, well I, know, I don't even want to lead the witness on this one. Lily, I'd like to start off with you. How do you feel about Taylor Swift doing her monumental record-breaking three shows in the, at the MCG and making her way to Sydney now? That specifically? Well, do you love <laughs> do you love what's going on? It's pandemonium. Look, I've been talking about it because everyone at work's gone on about it yeah. as well. Yeah. I love Taylor Swift as much as the next person, right? Yeah. Like, I grew yeah. up with her. Yep. But I don't get the hype right now that's going yeah. on. Like, I didn't realise people were that obsessed with Taylor Swift. It mm. is crazy that she is sort of arguably the most famous person almost in history. Like, you've got, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But... Aside from that, like these days, think about like how social media has motivated Mm. people to like have that hive mind Mm. and you can't pull 94,000 at the MCG for much more than like, I don't know, Anzac Day. And it was like two nights, wasn't it? Three. Three Three nights in a row. Back to back. She's going to play the MCG more than Port Adelaide this year. Ridiculous (laughs) to be honest with you. Yeah, footy chat. Yeah, what do you reckon, little footy? No. Um, So I did a massive backflip. Before she came, I was Mm. like, oh my God. What a load of carry-on, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I've done a full 180 just mm. watching all these shows. These shows look, ab- A, absolutely incredible, but B, the crowds like are going absolutely mm. nuts yeah. and it is the best night of their entire lives. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what? Like this is just fantastic to give that many people mm. the best night of their life. Yeah. And I've done a full 180. Yeah, I don't really, I don't have heaps of time for the sort of like anti-Taylor Swift crowd. Like yeah, the, the yeah. whole, um, uh, when she started dating Travis Kelsey this year and over in the over in America with the football broadcast, they started showing Taylor Swift. Mm. And the numbers on the broadcast went way up because all the Taylor Swift fans yeah. tuned in. And you got these bloody just tools Jobs. going. Yeah, tools just yeah. going... Oh, keep her off the telly. I just want to watch football. It's like, mate, she's on there for four seconds at a time. When have you ever watched a sports game where there isn't a random cutaway to some chick in the crowd? At least you know who this one is. I think it's a lot of the same hate that, like, Collingwood Football Club gets, right? Oh, absolutely. In the sense that Taylor Swift is now probably the most successful artist in the world. She's the most famous artist in the world. She's one of the most beloved artists in the world. And people just want to be contrarian and go... I don't like Taylor. Well, I do not like Collingwood, but... Um. <laughs> you need to bring Jesse on no. the show. The biggest Collingwood oh, yeah, supporter he is, in isn't the he? world. I can't he, wait he for footy is. season. That was enough Taylor Swift chat for now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tick the box. Nicely tick the done. box. Tick the yeah, box. I've got FOMO. She's obviously doing something, right? Yeah, yeah she is. Good on right. her. And to all those going to Sydney this weekend, have the best time of your lives. There you go. That's a bit of advice from your uncle, yeah. Ren. Yeah, Uncle Ren. Can't control my love. Total Giovanni. You're Lily Henry and Ren. Total Giovanni, can't mm. control my love. You're with Lily Henry and Ren. And guys, mm. as I mentioned on the show previously, I've recently had to move houses, right? Yeah, yep. So out of the old house that we lived in. Some, oh, mate, t'was a good time. And back into the house I was in before with my very dear friends, Alex and Lockie, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, now, for various reasons, the rental market's pretty tough at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex's sister is looking for a place to live. Mm-hmm. So she's living with us while she's finding another house. Yep. And she brings with her into the equation mm. a three-year-old girl Duh. and a five-year-old boy that you're living with that i'm living with uncle at the henry oh yeah 
Yeah. So, wow. are you making them call you Unky? No, no, no. They no, call okay. me Henry. I'm okay. Not trying because that's weird. I'm not trying to step in and be part of the family all of a sudden. <laughs> oh shit, dude. But, yeah, I've I've realised that obviously there are some negatives about living with children in the yep. sense that uh, you know there's sort of smudges on the walls and around dinner time there's a bit of shrieking and shouting. Oh, when kids are there, are there any positives? Oh. Yes, there are, and I'm going to tell you about them right now. Get your old man abuse. No, you can't do that. I'm just kidding. So, positive number one, right? So, kids famously never eat all of the food that mm. you give them. True. So, the other night, I come home from a hard day's work, sit down on the couch, finish eating my dinner, look over to my right, and what is there? But half a packet of mini Oreos. Oh, that's good. Just ready for me to snack. That's on good. I was worried you were going to say half a hamburger. No, no. <laughs> and I devoured that. Do you chew over the bit he's chewed on. <laughs> Just mini Oreos. That's the other thing. There's always great snacks in the house yeah, because nice. the kids need them for recesses yeah. as well. Uh, I'm also a little bit jealous of some of the things that the kids get that I don't get. Mm-hmm. For example, I would love to have someone telling me now, mate. You can't have a glass of wine until you finish sending all of those emails, yeah. right? Because I have that little voice in my head that says that to yeah. me, but it doesn't have the stern authority of an aunt or a mother oh, doing it. Yeah. So they're getting a lot of stuff done, you know? You like, listen. The veggies are getting done before they're getting the desserts. Meanwhile, my emails aren't getting sent. I'm having no. a glass of vino. You're jealous the of little, their authoritarian. The little Hot Wheels cars are getting packed away before anything fun happens. Yeah, yeah. I, also, I also had potential... Like, this is the thing you say. Like, are there any positives about kids? They are very cute. Yeah. As oh, well. that's good. That's like, good. I had um. Uh, so one of them went and got both their ears pierced the other week, right? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the girl got her ears pierced, and mm-hmm. then the mum asked the boy, like, "Do you want to get your ears pierced?" And he was dead set against it. Like, absolutely yep. hated the idea. And then I've lived with him for a week, a week and a half, and then the other day uh... they were in near an essential beauty, and he's demanded to get his ear pierced, and she's like, "What's what's done that to you?" And he's like, well, Henry's got one of his ears oh, pierced. Oh, that's so cute. And my ear pierced as well. Yeah, so that was very sweet. But I think the number one thing that I'm jealous of with yep. these kids, and one of the perks, is I would love to be showered with praise and admiration and encouragement the same way they are when they say something like, hey, I promise tomorrow not going to poo my pants. <laughs> they just get so much praise for it. And I would love that, you know? I've pooed my pants in ages. No one says anything. That was a great no break. All right, you were doing so well, Henry. Thank well you. Well done, sweetie. Stroke someday. Will Henry and Ren. <laughs> someday, the strokes. We are not wasting any more of your time. We're going to get out of here for another week. Guys, great job with the recording today. Fun, 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 fun. A lot of fun. Now, usually we do have someone uh, call in to sign us off, but unfortunately, I've got to run away to my award-winning fringe show (laughs) in poor taste in gluttony all fringe season long. Papa Hen's got one foot out of the door already. Yeah, I got a boost. But one little thing for the people who did stick around to the end of the podcast. We Mm. can't say too much about this. Yeah. But we've got oh. a little bit of an announcement oh. coming up. We do. Vis-a-vis this show, don't we? We do, we do. It's very exciting stuff, guys. Stay tuned. Yeah, so between now and when there's going to be chocolates in your house for Easter, yep. sometime in that window, 
got some exciting news coming your way. So. A little teaser for watch the fans. Watch this space. Watch oh, this oh, space. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just watch this space. Have you seen the meme that's like sleep paralysis, Dean, except <laughs> instead it's just a local DJ saying big things coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> just at the end of it. Got stuff in the works. <laughs> I Watch this space. <laughs> I haven't, but I relate to it. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing exactly that. But yeah, no, base. guys, seriously, big things in the works. Watch yeah. this space. <laughs> See you next week, guys. Ciao. Bye. Bye.